What feed are you looking at? The, the Core Cam. Dude, do you think they call the workers corn stars? <laughs> they definitely should. You don't just walk away from corn, Harlan. You got distracted by all the corn talk. I got distracted by the corn. <laughs> I just don't understand how you guys didn't hit, you know, cream corn. Because cream corn comes at the end, Wendell, and we're not there yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save that for the climax. Oh, no. <laughs> mm, mm. Good point. Good point. I can accept that. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that will probably start referring to itself as a TTRPG podcast. Because look, just like searching for traps, better safe than sorry. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre, mid, and post show announcements because they're back, baby. We are back in our old format, although we will have one more back-to-back campaign release episode, but not to get ahead of myself. Listen to the mid-show announcements for more details. Because we're talking about episode 21. The guys run more. There's more to it than that. But seriously, they, they run some more. If you're a new listener, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. We sincerely appreciate you making time for us and your busy podcast listening schedule. And of course, a special thank you to our patrons, whose donations to the show help us bring you bigger and better content. If you'd like to hear what they get for supporting the show, as well as a special thank you to each tier of patronage, hang out after the show. And hey gang, Gimme Loot, not a family-friendly show. Due to a mix of profanity, crude humor, gore, and full-on hardcore corn. And hey, while we have your ear, I would like to pretend that there's not more corn jokes out there, but there's a whole behind-the-scenes 45 minutes of that, that if you're a patron, you'll get to hear. And I'm hesitant to say it's the best thing that we've ever done, but I'm reluctant to deny it might be the best thing that we've ever done. But but anyway, since we've got you here, I want to remind you to check out Game to Grow. They're a nonprofit organization which uses TTRPGs as a therapeutic and community outreach tool. Head over to gametogrow.org, see what they're doing, and give them a little support if you can. D&D and TTRPGs are what bring you guys here and bring us all together. And it's really cool that there's an organization out there that is using them to make a positive impact on people's lives. So let's get back to Harland is Todd, Andrew is Moyle, Jamie is Eldrin, Jazz is Fate, Anthony is Baba, and special guests Wendell is Zwede as they bravely run away. Let's start the show. You all are going to be constantly distracted by all the Ducky's merchandise as you bust out into the tourist area as you near the edge of the city. Now it is just row after row of Ducky's fucking stores and Froyo shops and drink stands and all of you just in the back of your heads like, I need more Ducky's in my life. I got to have some more Ducky's. Ducky's, 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 And you are compelled to stop and pick something up. So as you guys move forward, you just become more and more bedecked with Ducky's hats and these like flashing glowy duckbill necklaces and, uh, you know, you're, you know, a frosty fucking Ducky mug of duck brew. Apparently, they have all gone mad. What is everybody's favorite piece of Ducky gear that they acquire 
Todd, what's your favorite ducky souvenir as you move your way out of the city? I've got to go with the ducky's duck bill. Well, like a poker hat? Like, like, like a Mickey, yeah. the ears? Yeah, yeah. It's just the duck yeah. bill that you just wear over your yeah. nose. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Ducky's duck bill. Moyle, what's your favorite piece of Ducky's merch? I think it's unfair that you're making me limit it to a single piece. No, no. <laughs> you, you can get as much as you want. Swagged out from head to toe, starting with the toe, I got the furry slippers on, which are ducks, which, by the way, they squeak. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Well, they quack. Anyways. No, no, no stealth checks for you, and sir. And then I hope someone says, what are those? I'm sure I'll get them as I'm walking out the door. <laughs> Going up, pajama pants with the Duckies logos on. Also, Duckies underwear. Something's cradling those plums. Oh, wait. I don't have plums anymore. Yep. You, you purchased some Duckies brand plums <laughs> to stuff into the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Duckies brand plums. There you go. Just to hold them up. What are those artificial testicles called? <laughs> Which are actually just the uh, the the testicles that are on the back of a, a truck. Nudicles? I'm wearing those. Duck dongs? Wait, no. Uh, duck. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, plum sauce. There you go. Mm. Anyways, uh, going up, I got the uh, bedazzled duck belt, a uh, big belt buckle. And then uh, going up a little bit more. Of course, I, I have a polo shirt as if I just came out of a Duckies conference where they give you the, the shitty swag uh, with the Duckies logo across the heart. Uh, I got a lanyard with uh, a Duckies ID and it says like uh, Ducky Duckerson. Uh, then I got the uh, the Duckies hat, the same as Todd. Plus, I've got the big, the big hat on top and I'm dragging uh, the duck watch. The duck swatch, uh, the slap it, and I'm dragging out that enormous 20-pound stuffed animal that no one actually gets, but everyone thinks about. And it's not a hat. It's a it's a duck bill, that, uh, like a mask, like a novelty mask. I'm doubled up. No, you have the hat too. So, that's cool. All right. So, Eldrin, you're go. Uh, so, Eldrin fancied a nice set of ducky arrow co- koozies uh, uh-huh. and also <laughs> some really large, obnoxious uh, duckies themed shades that uh, just are wait, like seven sizes too big. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Fate. Our chance, chance, uh, chance is doing a really good job of ignoring his like inner fate compulsion to buy basically everything. Yeah, because we had a guy who already did that bit, so it'd be kind of reductive for you to do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reductive <laughs> to do it again. Let, let, let me get through my bit. <laughs> so, um, uh, we get to a particular vendor who is just like this uh, small, in, uh, small childish looking uh, vendor, and they're looking very sad and they're peddling their wares. And unfortunately, the heartstrings tug, and I stop, and I'm like, uh, what, what, "What's going on, young man?" And he's, "Well, sir, uh, I, I've, I've got to sell these so I can try and get some money to go to the hospital for my my my, my cousin Ducky. He OD'd, and so I have to ask him, you know." <laughs> Where is Ducky and what has he had? <laughs> Are you going? 
<laughs> and so, uh, you know, at that point, the, the 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 vendor elaborates to me that it's there's this new drug on the street that unfortunately his cousin has gotten a hold of. Oh boy. And so I, I from my kindness of my heart, I then give money and take his little terribly made uh, little uh, ducky themed shirt. It's not actually, you know, it, it wasn't supposed to be here, but somebody just kind of ignored him um, over in the corner and thinking nobody would give him money because there's much better quality things to be made. So I give him my money and take a really crappily like drawn on shirt that says duckies on it but it's spelled incorrectly yeah fate buys knockoff duckies gear like the colors are all inverted yeah that might actually be a bart simpson in a duck hat yeah you're not really sure <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> or wait in your head is is chance black dynamite what i don't think in his head i think canonically chance is black dynamite what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> Where is Ducky and what has he had? Is this mallard amphetamine? (laughs) (laughs) That's the duck sauce. (laughs) Oh, did you get on the duck sauce? He got on the duck sauce. And ducks got that duck sauce. Got that duck sauce. I found him sucking on packets of duck sauce, man. It was just never the same. And now we all know what's wrong with fate. (laughs) Baba. So there there isn't really much that stands out to Baba, but he sees like laid out flat this paper ducky crown that like folds around and like you have to snap it together and it's not really going around his ears very well so he's like cut out ear holes for it but he just has this paper ducky crown that he's wearing uh uh that he pays like 107 dollars for (laughs) (laughs) uh you don't have to fuck with this you just see these fools stop and shop on the way out i don't know how you all know dead by now (laughs) quite frankly by the grace of our patrons it is a bit of a miracle actually you can skid your way onto the main thoroughfare and make your way towards the toll bridge which exits the city sprinting at full speed around the corner tomo el faba comes skidding into view and is crashing down the main street after you most of the tourists thinks this is part of a a parade or a show and are applauding so now if you die it'll be to the sound of your applauding fans they think this is the 12 o'clock pentagoons parade uh, slash stunt spectacular so uh, as you guys approach the toll bridge it begins to raise up and split you guys are going to have to give me one last roll to cross this gap and avoid an attack at tomo el faba it will be a 20 dc and everybody but zwede is making this fucker a disadvantage so todd Start me off. I will let you guys combo abilities here at this point. If you guys want to figure out some way you were able to help the teammate behind you, but the person in front has to initiate it. Uh, if you guys want to combo your roll. In the case of you comboing your roll, you both will roll at a flat roll, and I will pick which... Uh, can I pop a healing person before I do anything? Almost like liquid courage in this particular case. Um... Just in case, a little liquid courage never hurt anybody when he's doing when when about to do something dumb. So here's what I will say: I will let you drink a potion. Okay, but if you fail your roll, that means there's no saving throw or roll to hit. Whatever bad thing was going to happen to you will just automatically happen. You will be foregoing your aversion roll if you fail your jumping over the gap roll. It's, you said it's a 20. You straight up said that right off top. I straight up, I'm telling you right now. You guys had a 10, <laughs> uh, a 15, a 15, and now we're at a 20. All right. Uh, 
That's actually, you had three 15s. That saving throw in the office was a 15 as well. So how far is the jump? You know, long enough for it to be a DC 20. Why the fuck are y'all asking me footages in a fucking action scene? I'm just saying, I've got a ring of jumping. I have actually have a ring of jumping wondering if it could take, with my ring of jumping, could it turn it into a flat roll instead of a at disadvantage? And what are you using that with? Athletics or? I'm going to use it with athletics. Saved athletics for the very end. Yes, it is. <laughs> And and you're gonna burn the ring of jumping. I'm gonna burn the ring of jumping. Um, so you're just you're scrambling and you're just making a, a a leap across the gap. Um, no, no, no. Unfortunately, no. I can, I'm sorry. I can't. I cannot give it to you, man, because that defeats the whole point of the previous the previous exercise. And I know, but I use I use my I use one of my objects to give me this even roll. I don't even want disadvantage. I don't, even want, I don't even want animated. I just want just a flat roll. <laughs> I'll give you a plus three. I'm not going to give you advantage, but I'll give you a plus three on it. Okay. All right. All right. That's the best I can do. That's the best I can give you, man. I'm sorry. Uh, got it. All right. Here we go. Well negotiated. Well negotiated. Everybody else, if you burn an item or burn a consumable, it will produce a plus three. Did you drink the potion or not? I need that answer. I'm not going to drink the potion. Not drinking the potion. Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, come on a net. <laughs> a net 20. That should automatically win, right? Even a disadvantage? It's the net. Mm, man, that's going to make this next roll that much more painful if you fuck it up. <laughs> I thought we always said net 20s automatic win. Not not on disadvantage, though. When they're not a disadvantage. Disadvantage? Shh. <laughs> what would you... All right, all right, all right, all right. Next roll. <laughs> On 18, plus 3, 21. <laughs> Touchdown. Field goal. <laughs> you guys see Todd go dashing across the bridge, which yet has had time to really get up that far. It's only like about a foot apart. <laughs> but you see him activate his jump ring and go springing across that one foot gap like a champ, oh. making his way out of the city. Fuck it, God. Moyle, DC 20, check. As Todd established, you are able to use a consumable either item ability or, you know, one-time use ability to give yourself a maximum of a plus three bonus, or you can try and team up with the person behind you if you guys want to try and combo, uh, which would take it to effectively a flat roll, but you're both rolling and I'm picking the lower. So it's kind of a, a group. Dis it's still disadvantage. It's just a shitty way of selling it. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so what, what what's your move, Moyle? About, would you say it's less than 500 feet away? Uh, yeah. Uh, who's next to me? Fate? Or no, Eldrin is next in the order, so Eldrin's next to you. Can I pick up Eldrin? Oh boy. Do I have enough strength? Uh, you, this seems like not consensual though. <laughs> yeah. You personally, if you were still an ape, yes. You as Moyle, no. Not for 500 feet. <laughs> uh, no, but just could I lift him up? Do I have enough strength to... What's your strength score? Like dirty dancing, lift me up. Like <laughs> he's trying to use a performance check. Thirteen. Um, you could do an athletics check. Uh, okay. At disadvantage, DC twenty. If Eldrin agrees to this move, what is the what is the move? What is the what is the end goal here? Because I don't know. <laughs> okay. So the so the move is dimension door to the other side, and I can. I can bring along objects 
as long as her weight doesn't exceed what I can carry. Well, Eldrin's not an object. I can also bring one reeling creature of your size or smaller. Yeah, so you could bring Eldrin. You don't have to carry him. Oh. I just see him as an object, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it turns out if you read to the bottom of the spell description, past the first line. A sex toy. I couldn't get past one sentence. You know how difficult that is? <laughs> Believe me, I am fucking familiar with that fucking phenomenon. <laughs> I am I am impressed you did get one line into the spell description and that you realized that there was one. Thank you. But yeah, if you read all the way to the bottom, yeah, you can take one person with you. Uh, but Aldrin will have to, I, you know, I like the image of you swooping him up and carrying him over the threshold. So Al- you and Eldrin can make a, um, you could make an athletics check and Eldrin, have you used acrobatics yet? Yeah, you yep. did or did? I, use, I don't, I use acrobatic insight deception. I don't know what my fourth was. Yeah, you haven't used athletics Could I yet. use a medicine? Wait, wait, didn't they both use the exact same <laughs> ones to start off with? For two, yeah. First two or three. Insight and athletics. Or insight and acrobatics. I never, I didn't use athletics. I was going to use it and I didn't. I don't think I've used athletics. You guys could both give me athletics checks. Oh boy. My athletics is only a plus four. It is not great. I look him, I look him in the eye like a, uh, like a, uh, not gymnast. What's a, uh, a figure skater. And I say, <laughs> you give him the move. He knows the move. You got this. You remember the routine? You do not have to consent to this, Eldrin. It's your call on whether or not you guys want to team up on this. So it's it's a it's going to be a a roll with no bonus, uh, just just a twenty with my plus four. And he, what what is your athletics bonus? Plus four, dude. <laughs> the sixteen. That's why I tried. I, I was like, hey, can we do a medicine? A medicine check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Eldrin, do you have a consumable? If you can explain to me how medicine would help with this, I'll let you make the medicine check. I mean, I have a potion. They could use it like Popeye spinach. Uh, but other than that, I don't really got anything. You don't have any abilities or items I mean, to help with this? Not, not that it could be used by more than one person. No, no, just you personally to give yourself to give you plus three to the roll. Can I absorb elements and like take the extra <laughs> wind that is in the air to like make myself lighter? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now look, this is a creative exercise. So yes, the whole point is you're burning up resources, making your way out of this, right? This is to winnow down your existing resources on top of what you've already burned from the fight, right? Like that, that, that is part of the purpose of this. Because this is just the first half. Oh, boy. Wait, what? What? Oh, what? Oh, shit. There's the jungle in front of you. Remember? <laughs> um, I thought that was the whole point to get there. Yeah, yeah. I get you past the chase scene. Sama is notoriously a dangerous place. And even with his Day to guide you. So, yes, if you wanted to absorb elements to give you a little bit of extra. The wind beneath my wings. The, yes. To be the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> As you leapt into Andrew's arms, I would allow that to be a plus three on this roll. All right, let's do it. That's a plus seven. All right, could I use my serve? Could I use a survival check? I mean, it is a bridge. Tell me how you would use survival. Survival is to follow tracks, hunt wild game, guide your group through frozen wastelands, identify signs that owlbears live nearby, predict the weather, or avoid quicksand and other natural hazards. So if you can apply survival to, to this situation in that context, I'd let you use it. And uh, Eldrin is attacks owlbears. Is that right? I mean, sure. Okay, great. So uh, no, just because the word owlbear was said, I say, look, an owlbear, and then grab grab Eldrin, and we go through the dimension door. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's even more frustrating. There's a ch- there's a chilling breeze that's coming through. That's uh, an updraft. So I'm gonna get him through that tundra. 
Okay. All right. So here's what's going to happen. I, I will let you say that you are trying to use survival to calculate the aerodynamics of grabbing him as he is absorbing elements to make him glide further. So you'll you'll be able to use the survival. It's already a flat roll because you guys are teaming up. If you fail, you toss Eldrin through the gate, but then it, uh, it shuts in front of you before you can get through it. Eldrin, if he fails and you roll lower than his failure, then he will drop you at potentially off the side of the bridge. Roll. Oh boy. You ready for this? Let's do it. Can, can I can I posit a thing? A little bit late for that, Fate. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Mm. <laughs> That's not good. Woo! That's this is worse. This is worse. Worse you can get. That's a three, four with a plus three. That's a nat one, dude. Again, how many fucking nat ones? How many nat ones have you? I've rolled like five today. Like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This this one's going to be better. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, he's right. It's better. Not, not for him. It's better than Eldrin's. So the good news is, Moyle, you grab Eldrin, toss him towards the dimension door, and then dash through. You emerge on the other side triumphant, and then suddenly realize Eldrin is not there, and you overshot the distance you needed to throw him. Eldrin, you sail through the air... Your denim cloak manages to catch the wind a little bit and you glide oh. before face planting into the asphalt and getting road rash <gasps> and now being subject to Tomo Alfaba's attack. So you're going to take, first of all, an extra <laughs> six. I have five hit points. I'm dead. How'd you, how'd you die? Well, you should have let me know. I would have healed you. You're down? Yep. All right. So uh, six points of damage as Eldrin is knocked unconscious and is laying in between you guys and Freedom. Tomo Alfaba shoots a net out, which wraps around his body. Am I still raging? Oh, no. Okay. But Fate, it is your turn. You've got an unconscious Eldrin in between you and Freedom. Ugh, and he's covered in a net? It's not like nailed down to anything. If anything, I just gave you a handy carrying case for an Eldrin, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just wasn't entirely sure like if like the net was like still re- attached to the Tomo Faba. No, 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 it's not. It's not going to reel him anything. It was just to wrap him up. And your chance, you are not fate. You are, you are not a sucker. I'm trying to understand the situation before I go crazy with it. <laughs> Step of the wind. I'm burning a key point to give myself a bonus action dashing, so extra movement on this. And I'm going to scoop him up in the net thing since he's completely knocked out. Channel my inner strength, whip him around and toss him forward and use the momentum of trying to throw him to drag me along also. Have you used athletics yet? Uh, I don't believe I have. I thought I did. Mm, You did the sweep, yeah, for the tail sweep. I did for knocking over stuff as the T-Rex. But the T-Rex did acrobatics or athletics and not chance. Don't fucking, don't, no, no, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. All right. Well, what, what if we call it acrobatics for me trying to pull off this uh, g- amazing gymnastic feat of tossing and throwing and landing this all safely? Yeah, you're, you're only going to get the plus, th- you're still at disadvantage, plus three for the burning the key point for Step of the Wind. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you acrobatics on it. All right. Now, here's the thing. If you fail, Eldrin's going to be okay. You will toss Eldrin's body over to the other side to where uh, Todd and Moyle are at, but you will not be able to escape before Tomo Alfaba is able to take a action at you. Uh, Noted. All right. Here we go. Mm, uh, Plus three is 23. Oh. Okay. Roll again. Oh, damn it. It's disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<gasps> Nat 20! Oh, shit. Yours went the other way to not find Steve. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking shit. Wow. Wow, that Nat 20, unfortunately, doesn't count, but the 23 sure fucking does. Let's get it. As you are able to bundle up your boy Eldrin, toss him, and then scamper away <laughs> as a, a rain of fucking anime mecha missiles <laughs> land where you were just moments before. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it would have been really bad. Baba Zwede, your guys go. All right. Okay. Before Baba, before Baba goes, I got a question. Zwede mm-hmm. used telekinetic movement on himself is he permitted to use it on i mean you can he can use it on any creature but would you allow it to be used on somebody else i know you were saying that if you use a certain using it on yourself wouldn't count but if you and baba want to use that as part of your combo maneuver then you would use that on baba and whatever baba was using he would use on zuide okay so let me let me hear what baba's about to say I don't know if I have a good plan. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to use it on myself and I didn't feel bad about it not being great. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to work, but uh, I was going to bonus action rage. Does that give me a plus three? Keep going. (laughs) And then I was going to dread helm intimidate Agnes into throwing me across. Woo. Wow. That's a long way to go from there. So, you're going to bonus action rage to bring out your spirits. Yeah. Then use the dread helm to try and get the spirit that likes you the least to toss you. <laughs> That's why I have to intimidate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so in this case, he would she would be tossing Zuide. So I look at Baba and I glance at the bridge. What do you say, Baba? M for the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. (laughs) Indeed. And let's do it. (laughs) There goes my hero. <laughs> so, am I rolling intimidation? Yeah, you roll intimidation, Baba. Plus three, sweet eight. You're rolling. I mean, I, I'm using I'm using psionic, so I, I would say maybe Arcana. Okay, twenty three. Well, it'd be a twenty six. All right, sweet eight. I mean, that's a twenty four with a plus three. A success. All right, so sweet eight. Describe your telekinetic launch of Baba, and Baba describe your Agnes giving Zuide a piggyback across the bridge. <laughs> so, so I use my my feline agility to sprint as fast as I can towards the bridge along with Baba. And just as we reach the bridge, I use my telekinetic movement to push him across the bridge. I was going to attempt to grab on him, but since he's doing his thing, I won't grab I won't grab onto him. But use that to push him across the bridge and then allow him to do his thing to drag me behind him. Baba goes sailing across like early 90s wire foo fucking actors in a Matrix movie. Baba, give me give me some mojo on Agnes launching a Zuide. So what what was the 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 office linebacker? Terrible Terry Tate. Terry, oh, Terry, Terry Tate. You killing Joe? You make some mo. <laughs> yeah. So like as <laughs> As he launches me across, right behind him, Agnes just full force tackles straight through him all the way across the bridge. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and just they just float they just like almost slow motion float across just like this tackle he just like loses his whole body she just takes him all the way across you just wouldn't expect it from agnes because like she's so quiet but like that was the only way she knew how to do it <laughs> you wouldn't expect that from agnes but i think we've really been setting her up for this like, the entire season this is really her her moment uh Zuide, you notice that this ghostly human woman appears and look, you've seen the ancestors pop up for the battle ragers of Baba's tribe before, and for and for other uh, the Tabashi uh, around the Sacred Mountain. It is one uh, one of the different martial paths that they pursue. But always, those ancestral companions, those ancestral allies, were always of the clan or of the Tabashi. That Baba's got this elderly human lady that is very clearly hitting on you as she does this. <laughs> because she is immediately taken with Zuide, is baffling to you. It's like nothing you've ever seen or heard before and strikes you as extremely odd that Baba has got this spiritual connection now with this woman. You're, you're not sure where it could have possibly come from. But she seems to be stronger than her ghostly years would imply as she carries you across, gets a little handsy on the way, <laughs> but carries you uh, across in a linebacker <laughs> tackle um, uh, to the bridge. And you guys are able to uh, leap over the bridge as it raises up to a point that prevents Tomo Alfaba from pursuing you uh, and are able to dash into the cover of the surrounding forest. Hey, mid-show announcements are back. I know exactly how much you've missed them because it's exactly how much I've missed doing them. It's a labor of love. Did you know we stream on Twitch on Mondays? I mean, some of you must not. Because a lot more people listen to the show than show up on the stream. And either you don't know about the stream or the concept of seeing what we look like horrifies you. And unless you want to validate my constant challenges with my self-image, we're going to need you to head over to twitch.tv forward slash GMDLcast at 7.30 Central Standard Time on Mondays. And I know you're thinking, hey, I've tried to watch actual plays before and God, as much as I love the game, it's a lot. Three hours? Well, first of all, number one, 60 to 90 minutes. That's all we're doing. It's pretty nice. Secondly, we don't actually do an actual play. We do community interviews. Like this month, we are interviewing Linda Codega, the games journalist who you might be familiar with, or at least familiar with their work from the recent OGL kerfuffle is the official term that we're sticking with. And we do creative content like Parties of Five, where we take a pop culture property and convert it to Dungeons and Dragons characters, like the Facts of Life, as suggested by one of our patrons. So if you ever wanted to know what class 2D was, come on out next week. All right. So as you may have noticed, our release schedule has been a little bit all over the place since, I don't know, mid-December. And that was somewhat intentional as we really focused on trying to get as many story episodes out as we could to wrap up Baba's arc so we could get you introduced to our newest cast member's character. You've already met her if you've shown up for the stream, but the character they play and how they join the podcast, you're not going to know for sure until season three. The good news is, got that chunk of episodes pushed out. We're going to do one more back-to-back -back week of campaign episodes, and then we're going to be back to our regular campaign episode, off-week content episode. Generally, those will be guest quests. If you missed our streams of Drew from The First Watch or Travis from The Dark Dice podcast, those are coming up as rebroadcasts in February. And then we're going to start working through some of our backlog of unreleased guest audio from 2022. 
But if time and space allow it, and I'm able to squeak out an extra campaign episode or two in February, we'll see what we can make happen. Be sure to follow us over on social media at GMDLcast on really Twitter for the most part, but we're promising to do more Instagram and tell your parents about our Facebook to get notifications of when we're going live and to stay up to date on new content or anything that we're doing in 2023, interact with the cast. You may notice a new link down in the show notes, because I know how religiously you read the show notes, right? For our Discord server. Uh, We recently converted our Discord to a community server. There is still a good portion of that that is velvet roped off for our patrons, and they will stand behind that rope and make passive-aggressive comments that that's what you wore to the club. But there's still a great group of people and would love to have some of you that listen but haven't jumped on the patron bandwagon yet over to the Discord to engage in some communal buffoonery. And hey, while you're out in the internet clicking on things, looking for corn, head on over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and rate, review, subscribe. Hey, look, I, I know every podcast asks for you guys to rate, review, and subscribe. The reason why it really does make a difference, it helps our visibility. of podcast listeners decide which podcast they should listen to by which one the apps serve up. So, um, uh, hit some stars. Give us five meow meow beans or whatever the fuck is, is the current popular social thing. I'm old. Anyway, let's get back to the show. So you guys are standing there all kind of trying to catch your breath, panting, sorely wounded, uh, Eldrin uh, beaten and bloodied, wrapped up into a net, gasping for air, in desperate need of a rest. And Baba, you and Zuide try and put your head together because you can hear alarm klaxons going off in the city. In the distance, you can see what would almost look like a column of a tornado starting to spin up. But you both know those are the drones of the Knights of the Coin. The paladin arm of Sozeb, known for their ability to summon mechanical creatures in, in service to uh, their lord and their drones, or how they used to scout and pursue things. In the distance, you can see a, a, a veritable tornado of those spinning up, preparing to cast in your direction. You know that uh, while the Flamingo, Sniper, Warforged aren't necessarily the most agile in the air, um, you do know that there are other scout warforged that the mercantile princes can employ to to cast out after you. So you guys are are desperately racking your head on, is there a path through the jungle that you guys could go that would allow you enough time to get a rest in? Because you guys are in desperate need of a long rest and a, and a breather at this point. To the west, just to skirt the edge of the verdant before heading in, you would run into the Alage elves, notoriously territorial. The Elage are known demon hunters. They are these dark-skinned elves that wear these ancestral masks that hunt for demons that use the elemental plane as kind of a median to enter into into the world from the Shadowfell and then uh, slay them and build these these really narrow white alabaster ziggurats around the intrusion to to seal it up. And because they are very leery of warlocks or wizards or the mercantile guild making their way into their territory. They are particularly aggressive at defending their borders. There's the Conrasu, uh, which are the sentient collective termite mounds that form these construct bodies that are like this central intelligence that animates these hive collectives of termites that organize themselves as individuals. It, journeying into Conrasu territory can be a little bit like journeying into the Feywild. It's a little bit fantastical. It's a little bit wonderful. 
They have a completely different way of thinking and approaching reality and approaching other people. They are friendly, but they are so strange and have such an alien thought pattern that it potentially creates a situation where um, you can get into some Feywild shenanigans. There's the Anadi. I mean, they're super friendly spider people, but they're fucking spider people, man. <laughs> they're not were spiders. They have two forms, this full-blown giant spider form. They have these really intricate web villages throughout the trees. They're allies of the Tabashi, but they are very try-hard in the respect that they know that everybody's weirded out by the giant spider thing. So they go way out of their way and it can be a little bit uncomfortable. But even then, those areas might slow the mercantile guild down, but they're going to make their way into it. There's only really one area that you guys could travel through that would also serve as a shortcut back to the villages that would you know, guarantee you a, a, an opportunity to take a rest at the edge of the, at the, edge of the valley um, before diving in because the, the mercantile guild avoids it with a passion. It's a valley. It's a particularly mineral-rich valley where each one of the elemental planes intersected and intruded at the same time. And the Mercantile Guild you know, saw it as the Valley of Opportunity. They went marching in, set up mining and smelting operations, harvesting operations, You know, really just started to go full wow goblin harvester, strip mine the area, which just enraged a druid named Zemek, this incredibly powerful, gripply druid. Uh, this not, not quite bullywug, not quite grung, but very advanced uh, frog person. Ally of the Tabashi, some of the some of the more powerful druids in the area are Gripply. And Zemek went into the valley, which was already a conflux of the four elemental planes, and brought down the entire full force of their druidic wrath, which cleared out the mercantile guild and created a zone that they just prefer not to go through. Uh, it was referred to as Zemek's Kiss where he pushed his spirit out into the land and formed it around him. But the residual effects of his magic and the continued intrusion from the elemental plane created this even more bizarre place. So you guys can go to the edge of the valley, take a long rest there, and uh, Zwide and Baba can get caught up a little bit. I mean, unless you guys want to try and go deal with the territorial elves or the tryhard snake people or the crazy Feywild termite folk, your call on that front. So those are the options. Long rest, this sounds good to me. You can choose whichever. I think we go to the valley. Uh, we know we will not be pursued, and um, what the Mercantile Guild may do for harboring us uh, could be damaging to the other peoples. Jamie is all is still sleeping, isn't he? I mean, uh, yep, I'm knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I no saying this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, some, someone should heal him um, so that he can. Walk. <laughs> Moil. <laughs> That's sweet. When you come in. What, what do you want? Uh, the, to heal the unconscious uh, comrade. So I'm trying to remember. What was the last thing that knocked Eldrin out? Falling into the fucking sidewalk. Getting getting thrown. Yeah, okay. So then, yeah. He got hit, you know, he got hit with something with six by six and he only had five. Yeah, yeah. But Moil threw him and he hit his face on the ground. So he face planted, right? <laughs> he should have done an acrobatics. Yeah. So blunt, blunt force trauma to the face. The ground was the last thing that hit Eldrin, yeah. <laughs> Chance being fairly familiar with blunt force trauma to the face also has at least a decent enough understanding of how to wake somebody else. He's going to try and perform a medicine check to stabilize Eldrin. Is that okay? No, I'm about to say because I'm about to start making elders start making death say. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that all right? Whatever. 
A medicine check is all you really need to heal somebody? No, to stabilize him. You stabilize him. Stabilize. 22. Uh All right, Aldrin's not dying anymore. So, there you go. He's still unconscious, but he's not dying. Yeah, yeah. So. But, you know, Chance chance did what he could. I can touch him. What? what? Why would you? Go ahead. Give him that healing touch. Uh That that good touch? I'll cast uh, Cure Wounds on him at a third level. Okay. What the fuck happened? What? Hey. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? Where? What? Hey. Hey, how you doing? Face hurts. Yeah, yeah. You, should, you probably should feel half your face. It's uh Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably put some uh, some some uh, some aloe vera, maybe some uh, some cocoa butter on that. That's going that's going that's going to rash up pretty nasty, dude. I'm going to need you to it's gonna, <laughs> You must have slid like 5 feet. It was absolutely funny. Oh. I was over there. I had the bird's eye view. I was on the other side looking at it. It was it was ridiculous. What happened? I thought we had that all planned out. Moyle was going to throw me through the door, and then the next thing I know, oh, here I am. That's fun. <sighs> the mistake was you made a plan with Moya. Oh. Yeah, you went <laughs> You went full scorpion. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should have seen me. I did a full ta-da, hands out, <laughs> and you just came sliding right past me. <laughs> <laughs> Lessons were learned. I, I gotta say, um, I didn't realize Moyle was strong enough to pull that off, and yet here, 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 there you went, and here you are. You guys head towards the valley, are able to head off at a decent clip now that you're all conscious. Uh, by the time that you get there, the sun is setting anyway, are able to find a, not a cave, but a little indentation underneath an overhang behind a boulder where you could post up, create a small campfire that would allow you to not be spotted immediately and take a long rest. Drones are still flying over through the night. They, they won't enter. It is eminently hostile to mercantile guild drones and, and certain soldiers, but it hasn't seemed to lashed out at you guys at this point. You guys settle down for the night. Each of you has to procure a certain type of element. And then uh, I think Zuide and Baba probably need to catch up for a little bit. Question. What's the night moon looking like? Different from the day moon? Uh, Well, let's see. What is our current lunar cycle? Mm -hmm. Right now, it is a waning crescent moon. Waning. Oh, okay. So it's not not full moon. Okay. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, for the purposes of me not trying to track a fantasy fucking calendar, <laughs> the whatever whatever we're playing, the moon phase is the moon phase in real life. So, All right. but thank you for reminding me, Fate, that I need to check that every time we play. So I'm just going to drag this little shortcut right to my <laughs> desktop for next time. <laughs> so let's do this in usual order, excluding Baba. And then, of course, as always, uh, Moyle has to go last for the dream rule. Uh, Todd. What fire are you using to go to sleep? Oh, my candle. Got a candle in my bag. Do you act like, fuck it. I do. I do have a candle. I'm going to have to start looking at y'all's fucking basic standard inventories now. Hang on. I do have a candle. Okay. Got a quantity of five. Can I get some incense back? You can buy some insects the next, incense the next time you're in town. Hmm. I'll think about it. Yeah. I'm just like almost like a nightlight and just put, kind of put my hand over it. You mean like a fire nightlight, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> like a nightlight, yes. <laughs> fire nightlight. Keep it, keep it near me, especially now that my face is constantly on fire. Like, <laughs> And then I go to sleep for my long rest. Okay. What part of you are you resting on the candle? I have to rest on my whole body on the candle. I thought it- no, a portion of you has to be on, like in a flame. Like, so what do you? Oh, I was like, this is my, my feet. Keep, keep, keep your nice and feet warm. 
If you so you're propping your feet up over this candle. Mm-hmm. No, not like on it, but you know, your feet go over and the, the candle's over there, the heat, I'm already fire resistant, so I'm good. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Like, how are you raising your feet up? What is what is the fucking raise. lean-to construction <laughs> so that Todd, or are you just doing like a fucking crunch in your sleep? <laughs> it's, like, I'm going to do a V up It's like in my sleep for 12 hours over a candle. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you no, know, it's just. The feet are just laid straight, like like laid straight in, like your feet go forward and the flame hits the toes, keeps the toes nice and warm. You have a tail. Like, just put the tail on. I, or I can put my teeth. I can put my candle wherever the hell I did want, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where to put my candle, sir. That's in a weird direction. Okay. <laughs> Eldrin, what earth are you using to go to sleep? Well, Eldrin... Wasn't feeling that great after getting knocked out. So he goes off uh, a little bit to dig a hole, take a shit. <laughs> and then he goes away from that hole and digs another hole for his feet. <laughs> Very careful to make sure he uses the correct hole after taking a shit. <laughs> mm, that sounds like a roll. That sounds like a roll. <laughs> mm, it is dark. Give me a really easy survival check. <laughs> you have blind sight. You have sonar. I know where that shit is. <laughs> is he? Is he at least discombobulated because he just woke up? Yeah, could I, do I have to do a concussion roll? Like- <laughs> <laughs> no, the magical healing cures you from that particular sake. And and Eldrin doesn't see nighttime. That's right. Um, he has no concept of day or night because of his insane night vision that is supercharged through his pentahedron shard. You know what you do need to do though, Eldrin. Because as you uh, you lay down, you you know situate your feet in this little pothole you've dug for yourself, and you hear next to you go, "Hey man, hey um, what are you doing, buddy? Trying to get some sleep. I'm so tired. What's going on? Please, who is this? Which one of you is it? There's some lichen on the overhang next to you that is seems to be stretching towards you a little bit, buddy. So um, what what's going on? We you know we don't get a, we don't get a whole lot of uh, a lot of uh, people in these parts anymore. And it kind of interested. Yeah. Oh, hey. Okay. Uh, how about this? How about we put a pin in this conversation? Do you mind? Do you mind having it in like about four hours? I, I just really I need to need to take a. I, I mean, I'm I can I can talk. I don't have a whole whole lot of concept of time. Um, you want to give me a persuasion check there to see if I'll leave you alone? <laughs> oh, my persuasion. That's a good score for me. It's not good. It's not. It's low DC. It's all right. It's just a low DC. Let's do the persuasion. Oh boy. Gonna get a one. I have a negative one to it. Uh, what is this? <laughs> oh, this is gonna get a zero. You need to roll an eleven or higher on the die, then. Oh, sweet Jesus, a seventeen. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. If it's gonna be like that, then fine. I'll just let it go. <laughs> I'll just let it go. Oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, just trying to be friendly, trying to be neighborly. I, st- I stuff some d- dirt in my ears and just there. <laughs> there we go. There it is. That's what I was like. Eldon <laughs> 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 makes himself a little some dirt muffs to go to sleep. <laughs> Fate, what's the move? Uh, so Chance is um, unfortunately unsure of what to do in the situation. He's finding himself unable to sleep due to Fate's uh, cursed magical condition. Yeah. He's rocking and rolling. Oh, no. But then a, a moment of clarity comes to him. And so he gets up a little bit, kind of goes just off to the side of the fire, kind of finds an open space. And he starts doing, you know, more or less uh, some Tai Chi, he starts doing a little stretching, you know, working his way through a couple of simple kata, comes back towards his bed, um, kind of sits down where, you know, like where he's going to lay his head is behind him. And then he takes a moment to channel a stunning strike and hit himself with his uh, his 
because it's a, his uh, his melee attacks are considered magical, and so he stunning strikes himself to knock himself out. <laughs> <laughs> you have to roll the hit. Yeah, no, but he does have to fail the con save. <laughs> <laughs> can he can, can he can he willingly do that? <laughs> he just just so screw it. No, it's a lot funnier if it is. He has to make him do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hit myself a couple times. <laughs> really beat the shit out of yourself. <laughs> so why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> I kicked my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> you mind? <laughs> oh, that's a. Uh, 14. Oh, I think my DC is a 15, though, isn't it? Sure it is. DC 16, actually. So, yeah, fail it on first try. <laughs> so, Chance Nerve pinches himself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after activating the psychic link for Moyle. Oh. Wait, wait, what? Did, can, wait, did, did Baba go? Baba's not going to sleep right away. He and Zuida are going to hang out for a minute. Because Moyle's got to have that psychic link for dream time for him to rest. Oh, he went to sleep, though, didn't he? <laughs> I will let you guys slip it in, unless you're aggressively not doing it. Could Chance do it? But Chance has to do it. Yeah, Chance can trigger it. Yeah, Chance still has the pentahedron abilities. Okay. Chance also has the pork pie hat of cantrip. Oh, uh, yeah. Chance did not think of that. Well, I wasn't going to give it to you in advance. I'll give it to you after the fact, yeah. After you punch yourself, stupid. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I will say that you you activated the psychic link beforehand. Moyle, give me a D4 roll. Four. Okay. So interestingly enough, that's going to be Baba. So here's what's going to happen. Moyle, you drift off to sleep, and normally you would start projecting the dreams of another person. But instead, you are broadcasting the conversation that's going to happen between Baba and Zwede into the subconscious of everybody who's asleep. So you all are now dreaming a scene of two tabaxi sitting by a fireside, weapons extended across their lap, trading rations back and forth as they catch up from several years apart. Whole dream sequence written down for when this happened. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to save it. Okay. Sorry sorry to ruin your plans, bruh. It's okay. (laughs) Baba. I don't know what to think about your companions. I never would have seen you throw your lot in with them. Tis more unfortunate circumstances than choice. Mm. I can only imagine. The elders, the seers, the sages, they told me, Baba, that you, you are alive. But I did not believe them. He has not been here for years. They told me where I would find you. So there I went. And lo and behold, who should come in my face? Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Let me rephrase that. Who should I see in my face? That's better. But there he was. Baba, in the fur. I cannot believe it. How have you been, Baba? And I give Baba a big hug and squeeze him. And yeah, Baba embraces the hug. I have been, I have been well. I, I, I can't, uh, as, as well as I can be, you know, trying to uh, kind of rectify our current situation. Um, as I'm talking about current, my current situation, I show him kind of the pentahedron scar uh, that I have uh, 
It's on my chest, right? Uh, no, yours is your bicep. It's on my bicep. Okay. Yeah. So I, I point to my bicep and it's like, this is uh, a pentahedron. What is that? You guys are advanced enough in your powers now that you can summon forth your pentahedron shield at will. My shield? You know, the glowing crest? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I got you. When you guys activate your pentahedron abilities, there is a- Iron Man logo. Yeah. It's, it's more Green Lantern, like Nuke GL, where the Green Lantern logo floats above their chest whenever they're using their rings. It's like that. So it's a disc or a half moon in the case of fate. Like fate's, uh, would, like if fate's wearing the not the face mask, when fate's manifest, it completes the not the face mask to create a full lattice work filigreed mask over his face. Todd's is on his thigh. Eldrin's is on his his bow arm. Yours is on your other arm. Uh, Moyle's is in his chest. And so I manifest and show him it is this crystal that has kind of infected us. Um, it makes it where we... Wait, 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 wait. Yes. What do you mean infected? Should I step away from you? <laughs> no, uh, is, it is not contagious as far as we know. But we do have to seek a cure because... Uh, we cannot get too far away from each other or we get pulled back to each other. So I have been forced to travel with uh, this lot, as you will. I want to know more about that. And I want to know more about the old woman who tackled me on the bridge. <laughs> but before we go to that, Baba, where have you been all these years? In... Uh, we for a, I, I, for a few years we got stuck in the uh, uh the Feywild. We were there. Well, what do you mean stuck? You could not return. Well, we 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 did return. We fought, uh, and just actually kind of where the uh, old lady came from too. We uh we fought a Kaja and and defeated the Kaja, and when we left the Feywild, it had been it had been years. We did not know that that so much time had passed. For us, it was, it was mere hours. I told him that you had not abandoned the tribe. Never. Everyone thought to themselves, where is Baba? He has abandoned us here. I said, no, not the Baba I know. I said to them, he's stuck in the Feywild. No, I did not say that. <laughs> but now that you tell me, I'm glad that I know. This is, this is magnificent, Baba. Now you can return to the Verdant. You can return to Shapaza, the mountain. And you can be with your people again. And I suppose you can bring these people with you. Do you have to bring these people with you? Unfortunately, even if I try to leave them, the magic that is embedded in us would bring them to me. You mean to tell me that you are tethered? To these individuals. Exactly. Ah, Baba. Ah, what has become of you? But look at me, Baba. Do you see? I am better than I was before. Uh, even though I have lost my left arm and my left leg. This. A land shark, Baba. A land shark? Is, yeah. Did you get his teeth? I got uh, a lot of his teeth <laughs> all on this side of my body. Mm. But I took it on by myself, Baba, because I had to do it. But this is what became of me. I was unconscious for 
three weeks after that incident. Mm. And then when I come to, I had an idea to make myself better, to make myself stronger, faster. Well, maybe not faster. <laughs> but I rebuilt myself, Baba. And I sharpened my mind as I did so. You want to see how sharp my mind is? You will get the opportunity, Baba. You always know that I was smart. Eh? Can you deny it? You, you were smart, oh? Yeah? Yeah. And you were strong and fast. Are you still as strong and fast as you used to be? I am stronger. <laughs> that is something I would like to see, Baba. But much has changed since you have been gone. Much has changed. Much of it for the better. I cannot wait to get home. You will see that our people are experiencing a prosperity that they never have before. The tribe is wealthier than anything that you have ever seen, Baba. It is glorious. But it has not all been guns and roses, Baba. There have been tragedies. Are you aware of what has happened? Yes, I have been told by the Mercantile Guild that uh, that uh, our tribe had fallen ill mm. and uh, that most of my clan had died. Yes, Baba. Not most. All of them are gone, Baba. You are the only one who is left. I'm, I'm sorry, Baba, to bring you such news. I know you, you must have been hoping for more. But... That is business that we can take care of once we reach the Verdant. Tell me something, Baba. Why have you returned at this moment? We, the, the cure for our condition has led us back here, but I have also come back to, to fight for my family, to fight for my tribe. What do you mean? The, to, to fight for the position of Oba. Oba? Baba? You have been gone for years. What did you think? The, the, the right is still mine. A right, it is still yours. But did you think that the world would not move on without you? I mean, the people, many of them, they don't remember you, Baba. But I will say this. I have always supported you. And there are others. When I told them, Baba is not dead. He will return, and you are. But you will need to convince him, Baba, that you are deserving of the title of Oba. It's not just a matter of fighting for it, Baba. Do you think that there is something you can do? I think I am. I will have to uh, get back to the mountain and see what the uh, what the will of the people is, what they need. I you. I think you are right. I have been. Out of touch, I've been gone. Uh, but I do believe I can be what our people need. That is good to hear, Baba. I would not expect any less from my big brother. Do you, do you remember when you were little, we used to call you Numsi? Yes. Yes. I almost forgot it. My brother Numsi. Yes. Yes, you were my dear brother Numsi. <laughs> 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 I have not heard that name in a long time. A long time, Baba. 
Thank you for bringing back such pleasant memories. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> but when you return, Baba, I will make sure that you are able to avail yourself of your right to fight for your people, to become the Oba. I will make sure no one stands in your way so that you can walk that path unimpeded. I will do nothing less for you, Baba. I appreciate you, sweetie. Yes. But I think looking at your face and looking at your matted fur, that you did some race, Baba. You are having a bad fur day. This, this is true. I, I need to rest. Worry not. I will keep watch. And at that moment, Baba tries to summon his water bubble. Then he remembers he already did that. So <laughs> he will find a cup or a bowl or something to put some water in and put his hand in the water. Come here, Baba. One moment. Let me embrace you. And Brace hugs him again. Zwede does that, and Zwede cast uh, Cure Wounds on Baba. Uh, this should help you some. You feel an energy wash over you, Baba, that give me a arcana or history check. For me? Yeah. Okay. Crit. <laughs> what? Wow. I feel all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> you feel this energy wash over you, right? And, and it is a feeling of rejuvenation and invigoration. And you're, you know, you're, you're a little bit jazzed for a moment as it, as it hits you. And it feels new. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like anything that the Tabashi healers have ever uh, put upon you before. It's one of those things where, you know, Zwide appears to have come up with something new. And you, once again, you're a little bit impressed on what he's, uh, he's brought to the table. And it, you know, again, you're a little bit wired for a moment, but then you're able to, um, take your water skin and pour it into, uh, you know, your, your kind of ration bowl and, uh, dip your fingers into it. I am going to need you to make a quick con save at disadvantage. We know Baba has a history of bedwetting. Oh, 15. Oh, 15 is all you needed, <laughs> Baba. Does not have a relapse. Uh, Baba does have a history of bedwetting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and dipping his hand in the cup of water, uh, he's still able to... Well, Zwede would not have let him live that down. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> Believe me, I am aware. So um, you guys are able to take a long rest. This is a good spot to stop it. Truly an amazing episode. Fuck. Man, you know, it's been a while, and I'd like to say that there is a chance that I have enough pride not to leave that in, but hey, it's time to thank our patrons and shout out what they get for supporting the Party of Five. And look, there's some, there's some new ones, so this will be fun. Daniel, Ken, Sundance, Sid, we see you, Sid. We got the message. We're going to try and make it happen, man. Todd wants you to know that... When he's getting ready for some corn, the only thing he needs to get ready for that scene is your support. You're his fluffer. I'm saying you're, the, his, you're, I'm saying you're Todd's fluffer. A roboticized private eye, Bryce. Cosmic worm. Mr. Bible Pants, you gotta do something about that patron name. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Bible Pants. Dean, don't use good yarn on bad conspiracies. Dreken, Eric, Jeff, Gorobe Nikki, 
Lurgnag, Lonely Sexed Flamingo, Miles. Most of the corn that moils into has to be imported and it may not pass FDA standards or any of our standards. Avoid that corn at all costs because he will send you some as a thank you for your support. Please note, corn will never be a patron bonus. Also, please note, you know, we're flexible. We we think, you know, we got to get those other patron goals done this year first. Geir the Sleepy Norwegian, Hannah, Yogan, Kalevi Helvetti, Loki the Angry Dwarf, Martian, Rin, Thomas. Eldrin's the kind of guy that would tell you that he doesn't really care for corn. But then when you're at his house, you open up his pantry and it's just row after row after row of fucking niblets. So don't buy into that. If anybody ever tells you that they don't have corn, have a rational discussion with them about organic, ethically produced corn. Because there's there's nothing wrong with that. Andrew, Bill, Window Lickers Anonymous, we all know fate's a Yaki Tomorokoshi enthusiast. And uh, look, if that's how you like your corn, then, oh, I mean, okay, again, we're not here to shame you for having one preference or another, but it's just not really our cup of tea. But don't ask him about it. He will tell you about it. And then lastly, Ben Gibbons Camp. Hey, new Baba Harold Winchester. And I'm just going to pretend you're Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So, cool. Welcome aboard, Papa Winchester. Matt, Professor Flattop, Saga, Zork Fox, and Resident Alpha Patron Lee. You understand, Baba really kind of grew up in somewhat of a sheltered environment. So, he really didn't get exposed to corn until he went out on his pilgrimage. So I think he's really still coming to terms with what his corn preferences are. I mean, it's not that they don't have corn in the Verdant. It's just a a lot more of a, I don't know, a more of a progressive and an open society that doesn't shame people for liking one thing or another. And so those expressions are just a little bit more natural. And so when he got exposed to corn for the first time and the way that was handled in other cultures, he, I don't know, he just hasn't quite figured out how to talk about it yet. So while he may not be the most expressive about it, he just wants you to know that um, he supports you and all your corn choices. And hey, Babas, be sure to get in the Discord if you're not already in there. This Thursday, we're doing the draft for the first quarter, join the party, which is going to be a horde mode exercise between the Baba level patrons and the party of five. Saga Nadal has really taken the lead on organizing that and cannot tell you how much I appreciate that saga. You and Zorik and Lee and all you guys jumping in and doing some heavy lifting on that piece of it is is really great. And uh, thank you so much. You guys are going to get to hear the recordings of those early JTPs in between season two and season three. Although some of those may be compressed a little bit from an editing standpoint, because I try and do some different stuff during those that doesn't always translate well to audio format. So we'll kind of see how those, those play out. But they do play a very important story point for our transition from season two to season three. So I want to get those out there to you. And hey, what do these people get for supporting the party of five? Well, uh, extra lore posts. Uh, this month, talking about death and the corporate warforged. What does it mean to have a soul in the world of Arnosia? That post should be dropping later tonight. Behind the scenes audio, such as the aforementioned 45 minute corn discussion and why the fuck that came up and what the context for it is, because b- believe it or not, there is context for it. The MVP show, uh, where we talk about what happened in the previous episode and the team elects who is the best player for that episode or who had to play the game and then gets a bonus or gets inspiration. Uh, We're going to be giving 
the player's inspiration for whoever wins the patron MVP polls as well. So be sure to go online and vote on those polls when they post. You know what big fans we are of voting on this show, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Here's a chance that you get to practice those voting skills and lead up to the next crucial, crucial election. Bonus podcasts like The Hunter's Party, our Supernatural Rewatch, and D&D Homebrew Show. Bonus video, uh, just all, all kinds of stuff. We are diligently working on new merch items. Harlan's got some stuff to to put out there. Um, I am working on some some items as well. Um, Tori has been a huge contribution since she came onto the show with organizing some things, uh, which, again, make sure you're following us on socials because we might actually start using them now that somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing is part of the show. So, so yeah, anyway, patreon.com forward slash GMDOcast. Um, check it out. Can support for as little as three bucks a month. But look, it's been a tough couple of years coming out of the pandemic into challenging economic times. There's a lot of people that are going through a lot right now. We understand if you can't necessarily financially support. No harm, no foul. Still want you to check out the community discord. Come on in. Talk to us. Meet around. Mingle. Have some drinks. Enjoy some corn. There's no corn in the discord. In fact, that's one of the rules. No corn. But, you know, you can still support the show. Um, All you're really going to do is tell somebody about it. The show, not corn. And tell them about what you like about it and why they should listen. And they will go out and they will listen. And then we will have more listeners and more listeners and more listeners. And it just it gets easier and easier for us to make. So bigger and better the more people that pay attention to it. And hey, one in five people decide what show they should listen to based off of the recommendation of one of their friends or coworkers or attractive strangers. One in five. Without that, that would be like losing one of the party of five. And I know you're saying, but Wendell's here and he's a fantastic role player and a very good D&D. If you lost one of the party of five, you could just slip Wendell right in there. But, you know, that's not true ish. I still am not good at these. Anyway, you can help us out. Tell somebody about our little corner of the actual play universe. We appreciate it. We appreciate you even just showing up and listening. And as always, hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> <laughs>